0: Okay, as we, as we continue our journey and we continue the, to remind ourselves, as we've said, as we try and remind ourselves every day what the uh, purpose of life is, what the purpose of our existence is. And one of the things that we know very clearly is that we have to remind ourselves of that purpose. You know, uh, I think we left off yesterday uh, talking about investing um, in oneself with, when, when Ellie had brought up um, his question um, as, as on a personal level, thank you very much, and how, you know, I think the, the way I responded and really it's a good segue because it's really the most important thing to any direction we're going to go into is how committed am I to to my life? The details of what that commitment is and the details are to follow. But what, what separates success and not success is not so much in the details as much as in that rut zone, as the desire and the want And the commitment, maybe, maybe that's probably the better word, the commitment to making it work. The commitment to investing in your life. And the way it works, basically, this is really the way it works. And again, this is something we could talk more on an individual level, is the way it works is depending on what you're investing in, that's going to be the amount of time that you need to have the investment give you a return, a return on your, on your investment. And depending on how important it is, and depending on how uh, um, big it is, that probably will be the harder return and the longer of a return. For example, let's give two simple examples, right? In order to be a great father, in order to be a great husband, which is, I think, uh, everybody here would agree that that's the most important role that you're going to have as in, your, as in, your, in your home. That, and this is something I speak about, Shalom every all the time, is that that to be, and I've said this many times, to become, to be worth $10 million, to, ha- to make $10 million is easier, easier than it is to be a great husband and a great father. Why? Because the value of being a great husband and a great father is much greater than $10 million. Nobody here would say, I'm willing to trade $10 million and, and, I, and, I'll, and I won't have a good relationship with my wife. And I won't be a good father. Now, we, yeah, people, everyone's probably thinking, hey, I want both. Great. There's nothing wrong with both. There's nothing wrong with having both but the, the amount of energy and the amount of commitment it takes to be a great husband, to be a great father, is much more, much more difficult, needs much more time, it's much more um, uh, abused, it's not, right? When people say, right, when you ask somebody, uh, he's, oh, my friend, right, he's a successful guy. What, what do people mean when they hear someone's successful? What does it mean? Money. Why, why? Why? That's not, why is that? Why, why is that? That's not, what? What? Right, exactly, that's the, right, that's the American, that's the American, that's what we've been brainwashed. And we've been brainwashed that, that that's what? It's not true. And I'll bring you a proof that it's not true. Because I'll tell you, I'll give, bring you a proof that it's not true. The proof is, is that there are people who have a lot of money who are miserable people who are not happy and who don't have what they really want. They don't have good relationships. And they would trade that for, for, for anything. They would trade that. So when you don't have something, sometimes that's what you want and you think that that's what's going to bring you happiness. But happiness and life fulfillment comes from much, is a, is a much harder uh, journey than we think. There are no shortcuts. You have shortcuts. to to become a a doctor, to become a lawyer, to become a millionaire. There are shortcuts. There are ways that if you're smart or you know the right people or you get lucky, or either that, you can't get lucky and have a good relationship with your wife. You don't get lucky. You don't get lucky and you become a, a person with integrity and a person with commitment and a person who's invested in himself. That's not getting lucky. That's something that takes time and effort and not only does it take time and effort, it, it, there, the world is pushing against you. The world is pushing against us to tell us, isn't it all about money? Isn't it all about fame? Isn't it all about what other people think? And the truth is that it's, uh, it's not about that. And, and, and that's why people suffer a lot. That's why people have the challenges that they have because they're not investing in the proper in the things that they need to invest in. I say it's one of the most beautiful things that you guys have here at your age and you have at your at your uh, stage in life, especially in this yeshiva in a place over here where you're given the the tools and you're given the 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 hashkafa, so to speak. You're given the look and what's important is develop yourself. God willing, when you're married and you have your children and you have your job, you're going to be busy with your wife and your children. You're going to be busy. You're going to only be able to spend less time with yourself. Now, of course, you can't spend right now till you're 30 years old, till you're 40 years old, developing yourself, and then you get married. It doesn't work like that. But at least if you're someone who, who can be aware that that is what's most important. The main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. And if that main thing to you is, I got to make sure, you know, we were talking yesterday, Ellie, Ellie, you inspire me as a newlywed. Why? Because what's the pshat? The pshat is that it's not about being, we've spoken about this, and then I'll I'll, uh, let, let, you know, want to hear from everybody here. It's not about being a good parent. It's not about being a good spouse. It's about being a good person. If you develop yourself, you'll be a good spouse. You'll be a good parent. You'll be a good rebbe. You'll be a good teacher. You'll be a good whatever you want to be. You'll overflow with whatever it is. There's no, there's no. You can't, you can't succeed in one area. You can't be be unsuccessful in one area of, uh, in life, or or be dysfunctional in one area of life, and it won't overflow into another area of life. Like I've said many times, you want to know who somebody is? Watch the way he plays basketball. Watch the way he drives his car. Watch the way he eats. Watch the way he sleeps. Why? What does that mean? We bring ourselves to everything we do. Watch the way he learns. Watch the way he does everything. We bring ourselves to everything we do. Being a parent is just an outgrowth of who you are as a person. Are you? A sensitive person, you're not a sensitive person. You work on yourself, you don't work on yourself. Okay, question, comments? Please. Hmm? That's true,
1: correct.
0: That's true also, right? That is true. Again, money, you know, whenever I speak about money, the first thing I do, Daniel, is I give everybody a bracha. My bracha to everybody here is you should all have a lot of money and be successful financially. Amen. Amen. Now let's talk about it, right? Because everyone thinks when you start talking about money, you say, oh, then you're going to end up, it's either or. Either I'm going to be driving an hour day, right, Eitan? An hour day, you're either going to be driving a beat-up station wagon. You guys don't know what station wagons are, but back in the day, I'm sure they have from the 80s, you know, stuff that you guys know about. But an hour day is a station wagon. So you either think you're going to be driving a beat-up station wagon, or you're going to be driving, you used to have them also, good. So you either, people think it's either or. Either I'm going to be this religious, connected to Hashem Jew who has nothing and who's poor, or I'm going to go ahead and be this rich guy who's living, you know, whatever, however you're living the dream. It doesn't, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. Life doesn't have to be extremes. Life can be you know, something that, that you can be able to make a living. You could have a job that, that, that you make a living, and you have a great relationship, and you are a good Jew, and you are a successful person in all areas of your life. But the problem is, and I'm saying this on purpose, because, because we've been brainwashed not like that. We've been brainwashed to say and to think that the, the most important thing is this. The most important, but, it's, but, it's, but it's, there's, no, there's no, nothing further than the truth. It doesn't mean you can't also have on your list. I tell people, you put on your list your priorities and you put on your financial, put that on your list. But I guarantee you it's not going to be uh, above number five or number six. It's not. It's not going to be. I hope it's not. I hope your wife comes before that. I hope your children come before that. I hope your own... Healthiness comes before that. I hope your relationship with Hashem comes before that. Yeah, I'm already in, I'm almost at number five. Oh, I hope your physical health comes before that. Those are the most important. And what happens is we forget about that. We forget what's most important. Not because we did something wrong, but just because that's the nature of life is that we, we forget what's most important to us. Yes, Daniel, go. So,
1: I mean, obviously taking care of yourself is more important than, than earning money. That's, that's 100%. You're not How early, about taking care of your wife? You get, and taking care of your wife. And what about, get, about taking care of your kids? All those five things. Exactly. That,
0: that that's a different list of its own. That's, that's... Correct. Exactly. You're saying, exactly. Beautiful, Daniel. That's more important. I don't need, meaning you can go to, I'm not telling anyone not to go to a seminar on how to make a lot of money. I myself have gone to seminars, business seminars. I'm not telling anyone how not to. I'm going. I'm going now to America for, for a few weeks, uh, all about money, I'm raising money. Money, 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 money. I gotta Gotta pay the bills, we gotta keep the lights on. Gotta, gotta make sure everyone gets what they need. Money, money, money. I'm not, I'm not living in denial. But there's a, pla- there's, a, there's a place for that, and there's a time for that. But I'll tell you one thing. I want to make sure, more importantly, more importantly, that, that I have a great relationship with my wife. I have a great relationship with my children, great relationship with people, great relationship with myself. That I want to, I'm not worried about the, the, the rat race of money. That's out there. We don't have to teach people to wanna to wanna make a, a great living. And if you want to, that's great. It's it's important to to do that also. There's not a, our yeshiva here. Is not a yeshiva that says, okay, no, you know, we're not. You know, I would I would love to help people. You know, learn to read. I have I have books that I give people to read about money. There are a lot of good business books and, and podcasts that I could send for people to 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 you know learn about money. But but and this is I think. The most important thing is that, how much time am I spending in developing myself? A person going to medical school, law school, and I've said this many times, you tell somebody, right, I'll just finish that sentence and then I'll go, right, will spend eight years going to medical school. For what reason? To become a doctor, and it's beautiful, it's amazing to become a doctor. Doctors are incredible. That, you have an excuse to to spend eight years, right, and then another five years to be an intern, right? Internship. And by the time you're 35, you're, and everyone says, oh, that's beautiful, that's beautiful. But when it comes to working on yourself, what's the, what, what, what do you work on yourself? Why are you taking so long to work on yourself? Come on, go to yeshiva for a year or two, and come on, right? What? Well, no, it's the exact opposite. It takes longer to, to work on yourself. I've said this many times, people go on a, a trip. I said it when uh, Shmuel Haidt was here. He's coming back, by the way, right? Here, you guys don't know. You'll learn, you'll learn my, my, my close brother over here, Eitan. You'll, you'll, you'll meet a, a person like this. I'll tell you a little bit about Eitan. I'll, no, I'll tell you a little bit about Eitan. What's Eitan doing here? Eitan's here for one reason and one reason only. He's done this his whole entire life. Anyone who knows Eitan G, you could, you could look him up. He's been on, he's a famous guy. Back, back, we're from the 80s. Eitan G, right? One thing he's done from the day I met him till the fact that he's in yeshiva. What's he doing in yeshiva? He lives in California. What's he doing in yeshiva? He's in yeshiva because he's true to the mission of his life from the day I met him. And what is that? To work on himself and to better himself and to be a a great Jew and to become a, a, a better person, to work on himself. That's why he ended up here in this yeshiva now, because this place attracts people who are committed to working on their life's mission, which is, I gotta better myself, and I want more for my life. I wanna be a better father, better husband, better Jew, etc. cetera. Eitan, thank you, Eitan. I mean it. I didn't, I didn't prepare that, Eitan. I didn't prepare that. But I mean it. It's, it's inspiring. I get inspired, and Eitan's not an 18-year-old youngster anymore. But I get inspired when, when people, uh, you know, and he lives in California. I get inspired when there are people who, who remind us of what life is really about. Because there's so many distractions. There's so many distractions that that exist and we forget and every person on their level every person on their level forgets about who they are also i'm talking about macro sometimes you sit in yeshiva and you forget why am i here in yeshiva what am i doing in yeshiva why did i come to yeshiva what am i trying, what's my purpose why did i come why did i decide to come here we get distracted a guy can go a whole month a whole year a whole this and he could be learning you could be studying away you could be learning in base medrash and You scratch your ear, you say what is it that it's all about why am I learning Torah why am I connect what what is it that I want we forget every person on their level forgets what is it truly about what's my mission what's my mission statement what only businesses write mission statements? Only a business is allowed to say well, our mission is to serve and to blah blah blah. Right? Only uh, Ritz Carlton can write a mission statement, but I can't write a mission. Ma- who's more? Who's more valuable? Me? I don't mean me, me, but yourself is me, or 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 the company of Ritz Carlton. Of course, you're more valuable because you are more valuable. But that, we won't, won't, that we're not going to write a mission statement for. That I'm not going to spend the time doing. Okay, question, comments, please. Before we start, the Hilkas Lashon Hara. That's why I le- love learning Hilkas Lashon Hara, because it's inspiring. And Shkaiach Shmuley, pretty crazy, that story, right? Right? Shmuley asked a question yesterday in Hilkas Lashon Hara, and then he got the, 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 what was it, today they sent it out? Ben Ben Latenek sent out this thing that really addressed his question from yesterday. It's unbelievable. You stop speaking Lushinari, you stop speaking about other people, I'm telling you, your life will change on many, many different fronts. Many different fronts. Okay, question, comments, and then we'll learn learn, uh, day two. Please. Please, question, comments. Can't be that no one has any questions or comments on that. You know the go, Benji. Whatever works. Yes. Bro,
1: well, you say that it's very important to focus on everything, like whatever you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have a list also of what's important to you, right? So, are you supposed to take that list let's say, like you know, money happens to be number five or number six? Should you put like, you know, your first one, give it the most time of every day, and the second one give it the least, and like the next, and then pull like the sixth, you won't. Know? Have a lot of time for? Is this supposed to be also
0: a time? Right. So I. So I think we've spoken about that before. And you know what? It's a good exercise to do. Is first make your list. First make your list. It's not about time. It's about importance. First make the list. How many people? How many people have the list? Bensie. How many people have their list on their next to their bed on their wall on their phone? They're obsessed about. Obsessed about it. When you can wake up in the morning, go to bed at night, and you know this is number one, this is number two, I guarantee anybody here, I guarantee you, anybody here, is you keep your list of your goals and your missions in, your, in front of you, constantly. Constantly, you have it in front of you, on your phone, on your wall, as many times as you can, remind yourself daily, this is what I want to do. Well, you think, we daven three times a day? Hashem's trying to tell us something very simple. There's a morning, there's an afternoon, there's an evening. Don't forget me. Remember me in the morning, remember me in the afternoon, remember me at night. Thank me in the morning, thank me in the afternoon, thank me at night. When you live a life, when you live a life and you make that list, I wouldn't worry about, okay, 10 hours a week with this. Seven hours, you could change it up. If you keep in, in front of you your priorities, and that's what's important, that's, that's where we go, you know, I, I'm sure you guys have heard this. Um, I've said this over before, this is from, from a while back, um, from I don't know if you've ever heard of the motivational speaker, I happen to like him very much. Uh, they, he goes by ET, Eric Thomas. He has a great, I actually heard this, you know, I, I heard this from it's a, a f- close friend of ours, unfortunately, who passed away. I heard this many years at Nick Weinreb's house um, over sukkahs from David Gutman. Allava shalom. And he said, this should be a alias neshama for him, a good friend of ours. And he said like this. This, was, this is what he said over. Many of you have probably heard this, but it's worth it to repeat this over where the guy went. You've heard it from me many times. Where the guy took, uh, he says, how do I become successful? So he says, come down with me to the beach. You've heard this, Bensi? Says, come down with me to the beach. And he says, okay, I'll meet you at the beach. He comes with his suit. He's ready to hear this successful guru how to be successful. And he brings him to the beach. He says, what are you bring me doing on the beach? He says, come with me in the water. He says, what do you take me in the water? And he goes ahead and he they walk in the water. The uh, the water gets higher, ra- raises, and then he takes the guy and he shoves his head in the in the water, and the guy is, you know whatever. And then he lets him up, and the guy's. Then he shoves him down again. And he well, I asked you to teach me how to be successful. What are you trying to kill me? So the guy says, What were you thinking about when your head was on the water? So he says, I wasn't thinking about anything. I just wanted to breathe. That's all I was thinking about. He says, That's all you were thinking about? He says, Yes, that's the only thing I thought about. He says, That's the lesson how to be successful. He says, What? He says, If that is your main thing that you think about day in, day out, then you will be successful in that thing. And what happens, Bensi, what happens to us is that it's, we, we forget what's Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. Your wedding day. Your bar mitzvah. Whatever milestone you want to pick. What were you thinking about what you want to be when you're dreaming? When, you're, when, it's, when it's just you and you and you, if you can try and connect when you were a little kid and say, what do you want to become? Who do you want to be? What type of house do you want to have? And you could tap into that daily, three times a day, as much as you can. I guarantee you, you will get there. How you get there, I'm not worried about that. That's the easy part. But if you have that address crystal clear that I want to be a Talmachacham, I want to be a, a, a wealthy person financially, I want to be a great... I know, I could, I could tell my... I could say, I could share this publicly to everybody about myself personally. I could share it, and I'm proud to share it, but it, but it proves my point. Thank God, and Hara. I don't like talking about it publicly, but I'll say it because I think it could, it could be helpful. I'm married almost 30 years. Anyone who knows my Shalom bias and you guys know from Yeshiva, I always talk about having a great relationship uh, with your spouse. Bliyayin Hara, I... I Baruch Shem, I have a, a great relationship with my wife, Bliyayin Hara. But I can tell you one thing, that's not the point of what, what I'm trying to say. I could remember when I was a little kid. I could remember when I was a little kid, knowing in my heart that I want to have an amazing marriage. It wasn't, it's not such something that, oh, just I hope and pray. I remember in my kishkas, in, in my depth of who I am, I know it, I knew it, I, I continue to know it. It's not just something that happens. Now you want to talk about, it. I know Shalom said the other day, we're asking dreams, you know, you want to have a big yeshiva, and you want that, and that's great, it's beautiful, but it's deeper than that. Tap into the depth of what is it that you want? Who is it that you want, what is it that you want? And someone's gonna say, Oh, but Rebbe, I don't know what I want. Good, then get clear what you want. Think about it. What were you dreaming when you were a little kid, eight years old? seven years old, 15 years old. What do you dream about to say, this is what I wanna be? This is where I wanna get to. I'm gonna be committed to that. I'm gonna stick to that. I'm gonna remind myself about that as many times as I can. And yes, Bensy, it's important to put it down and to, and to put it into a three dimension and speak to someone, go over it. And one thing, and then I wanna hear more from you guys as well, is that it's important to speak to someone older than you who's been there, done that. Why? Because then you get a time frame. See, Ellie, you're inspiring me again with the marriage. One of the guys in one of the Shalom Shurim Shuram asked me, and I love repeating this over. I love repeating this over. He says, he says Rabbi Fisher, how long do you think it's going to take me to, to get to this? He was talking about something in, in relations to Shalom Bias. How long is this, is this going to take? You know what I told him? I said, i would give it about 20 years. And I like that. Why did I like that? Because it's true. Some things can take you 20 years. Some things can take you five years. Some things can take you five months. Some things can take you five days. But you got to know your data. You got to know your goals. And you got to know how long it's going to get there? Because then that keeps you in the game. Some people will go ahead and say, you know, okay, I'm done, right? People want to say, how long does it get to know to know yourself fully? To know yourself. So all I could say is, I don't know. I'm still, am stuck. I know it's, you keep on going, you keep on going. That I know for myself. Keep on going. And the second you think you know yourself, then hopefully someone will remind you that it's not true. Yes, Aviel.
1: You dreamed about what like, <clears> you <throat> thought about what am I going to do when I grew up. And now, in like your place, now you look at this person and you say, after I learned and after I saw here and there, I realized that this is not the best of what I can be, and I'll uh, be more specific. It's not the It's not a, It's not the right way to live. Let's say i I'll, I'll, I'll try to be more direct. Right,
0: I got you. I think I. I think I understand. I. I don't think it's so much tapping into the person, but more the feeling and what you wanted. It's never the per, it's never, right, it's like what Daniel's saying, you know, money. It's never, we had this in one of the other shiruim that we spoke about, it's not the money. It's what the money brings. You you have what I'm saying? It's not that per, when you were a little kid and you looked at that guy and you said, oh, I wish I would be that guy, what was it that you wanted? Maybe I wanted the honor, Maybe I wanted the, the good feelings, that he looks like he's happy, so I really wanted happiness, right? Lack of what? Lack of anxiety. So right there, lack of anxiety. I want to be free of anxiety. Anybody here who wants to be free of anxiety, welcome to the club. Welcome to the human existence in 2023. That people want to be free of anxiety. But you know what you got to do if you want to be free of anxiety? you got to be committed and to say, I'm going to get there. And you want to ask me, you can ask me right now, if anyone wants to ask me. Because I suffered from anxiety. I didn't even know what anxiety was when I suffered from it. I suffered tremendously from anxiety. But the first book, I've, I would suggest everybody to read it, because I read it over, close to 30 years ago, of finding serenity in an age of anxiety. That was my first book that I read on anxiety. I can tell you one thing. If you expect your anxiety to go away in, in six months, in six months, four months, that's not, that's not realistic. It's not realistic. If you expect your anxiety to leave you completely, it's not realistic. That's not realistic. Could you lessen your anxiety? Could you learn about your anxiety? Yes, hundred percent. Could you do that in a week or two and start getting out books and start learning about what anxiety is, start talking about anxiety? You can get there, the same is with depression. A lot of people suffer from spe- feeling sad, feeling whatever it is. Now yes, you can go to your therapist. It's great to have a therapist once a week, as much as you can, whatever it is, to have your therapist, but you know what? That's not going, your therapist is not gonna answer your questions. He's not gonna solve your problems either. You have to be committed. You have to be committed yourself to be your own therapist, which means I'm going to be committed to figure myself out also. It's what we said yesterday about being the generator of it. Anxiety. I want someone to solve my anxiety. No one's going to solve your anxiety problem. You can learn about it. No one's going to solve your depression problem, your your desires, your whatever whatever you're struggling with. No one's going to solve it for you. You can get advice. You can learn about it. You can talk about it. You can involve other people in it. Yes, Roberto. It can take a very long time—twenty
1: uh, years, fifteen years, five years. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, the minute a person decides. He's already, he made a huge turn, he's on the highway, so the serenity that
0: that causes... Correct, correct. (laughs) A hundred percent well said, Rabbi Herbaluch. So, so true. Is that when you know that you're on the right road, you roll down the windows, you can uh, take the top down if it's a convertible, and you cruise it at at 60, what is 74? This way you don't get a ticket, right? 74, you put on the music, and you know you're going to get there. Exactly. Well said, Rabbi Erbelich. Yes, I like that. Well said, yes. But, the pro- but you know what? What Rabbi Erbelich is saying is very powerful. You know why? Because it means if, you don't, if, you, if you're not relaxed on your journey, then it means you're not clear and you don't know the road that you need to be on. But if I know that I'm on the right road, it's not how fast you're going. It's what direction I'm going in. If I'm walking five mi- miles per hour north, eventually I'll get up to, to uh, Haifa, to get up to Tzvaz. But if I'm going 50 miles per hour south, I'll never get there. So it's not how fast you're going. It's not how fast you're going. It's the direction you're going in. And the problem that people have is they're not focused in the right direction. That's the problem. Well said, Roberto. I think i
1: have been a problem. She gave me a therapist in this issue. But when, I'm not, if, if, I might not have been, uh, uh, you know, cured, but I feel so much better that I'm going to a therapist. So just the fact that I'm going, right, that alone is 50% of what you know what person do for do.
0: Legend, legend, Robert. Legend. I I bless all of us that when we're at uh, Rabbi Erbluch's age, we'll be able to talk so openly and so uh, humbly about, about working on yourself like that. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yes, sure.
1: Just something that, that came to mind.
0: You're next. Uh, especially like next. well, I heard what said about curing. Yeah. Um, something that's that's really helping me is like we'll never cure
1: all our problems. Exactly. It's something that, that I heard recently is, is a cool quote. It said it's not about slaying the dragon, it's about taming the dragon. Nice. I
0: mean, whatever it is, it's, it's always gonna be there, we never fully rid of it. just yeah. have to uh, keep it at a cage. Exactly. Beautiful, Shua. sure, beautiful. Beautiful, so true. So true. And that journey, it's so, it's so unbelievable because, because you're never really, you know, part of the frustration is you're waiting, we're all waiting to get there. When I get there. When are you getting there? Well, who's getting where? What are you talking about? you get, you getting there. And when, Oh, when I get married, then this. And then when I have children, then this. And then when I make my million dollars, then blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, that means that anyone who's got money, anyone who's married, anyone who's this, blah blah, blah is already done with their problems and their life. No, it's not true. It's not true at all. It's not true at all. Different things come up. Everybody, wherever you're you're at, have the ch- have challenges, have have different uh, problems that will arise. It's it's uh, it's about learning to it's about learning to be open. With, with somebody else, to be open with yourself, to have the humility, you know, like Rabbi Erbalich sitting there talking about, you know, uh, he told me he had a problem, and then he got there, I mean, that's, the, that's, that's, that's refreshing. It's refreshing to hear that. Yes, Yehuda, what are you gonna say, Yehuda? I'll give you some, uh, I'll give you some, a minute. I'll give you the next round. Okay, anyone else, let's hear, please. Oh. Simple as this? Yeah. Uh, about anxiety. could you can you could we
1: like uh, on the simplest way like where does it where does it is it anger or I get
0: angry so you know, anger and right. so go my way. Right. What's what's like what's this like what's right, right. <laughs> right. A lot of time I mean listen, that's a whole we could to, to talk about anxiety is like we could spend uh, a month talking about anxiety. The, the one, one thing that I that I always was always helpful for me when it comes to anxiety, is that is that anxiety. I'll say two things about anxiety. Number one, number one is that um, anxiety is misunderstood. A lot of times it comes from the desire to do a lot. Um, I'll I'll just open up. Oh, Aaron's here. Okay, Iron. You know the open, I think it's the opening scene because I. Uh, uh, he, you, re- you read the book, right? You read The Finding Serenity and An Age of Anxiety. I'll just explain it briefly. I've spoken about this before, right? It used to be that when you want to eat, you go out hunting. So when you go hunting, not that I ever went hunting, but you have a lot of energy. There's something called adrenaline. And then maybe Yehuda, the, Dr. Yehuda, you'll help give, give your uh, understanding of anxiety as well. But you used to go hunting, and attacking, which would bring up adrenaline, which is very healthy. You get excited. You're chasing an animal. You have to kill it. Someone's attacking you. You're in a fight. There's energy. It's funny, you you put anger with the anxiety. Sometimes we have so much energy, and when you sit around, and we're from a society, and I've seen this with little kids, right? I've seen this with little kids, where little kids we had this back in the day with television. Television, which was great. I love, who who didn't love television? But what happens is, little children are meant to run around because they have a lot of energy. But when we tell them, right, I remember kids, uh, sorry, it's funny that you're here. I remember, uh, you know, watching Eitan, I hope it's okay, Isaiah, climb through the, uh, remember in the, the the courts, climbing through the, the, the basketball hoop. He'd climb the whole through, through the hoop. Right. Energy. Running around. You know what? You know what? People can't handle that. You know why they can't handle that? Because they want the classroom to be just like it is right here. A bunch of adults who are listening, who are sitting in their seats. But when you have a kid who's jumping around and who's actually got a lot of energy and has got a lot of kohos, what do we do? We squash it. And when someone squashes my energy because I want to hunt and I want to kill because I have a lot of adrenaline, what happens when I'm squashed? What does that create? Anxiety. So if you are squashed and you're told, don't don't talk, don't think, don't run, sit, be quiet, sit in shul, you're not allowed to talk. We don't talk when you're seven years old. You can't run around, can't run around. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with telling kids, you have to tell If you bring kids to shul, they have to be quiet. I'm not, that's not the point, but if they can't be quiet, don't bring them to shul. And skull, you know, beat them up so, so they could be good children so people think you have good children. Meanwhile, you're hurting your kids so that people think you have good children and your kid has no interest and wants to run around. Let them run around, let them run around. So that's one way that anxiety is brought out is that I can't express myself. I have so much to express. I have so much to share with the world, and it's all bottled up inside of me. So what that does is it takes all that energy and smashes it and creates anxiety right here, usually, when people have in there over here, and that's it. And you're done. You're done. Make sense? Yeah, Yehuda? No, well, I, yeah.
1: So first of all, I love everything that Mr. Sure everybody is, uh, is saying. Thank you. First of all, second of all, yeah, anxiety is a stress response, so it's us responding to whatever it is that we're stressing out about. Mm. So like for example, so if I if I'm sitting with people and I want to express myself. Mm. But I feel like I can't express myself for whatever that reason may be. Nice. Right? It's probably a balance, honestly, by the time you're already older, it's probably a mixture of (coughs) because there's a fear that I will express myself and it's not gonna be good, which is only gonna show that it's true, that I shouldn't share, because when I share only negative things happen, that's like inner child work together with probably the other side of it and just like because the physical feeling of anxiety can actually mess you up. So the anxiety is not causing you to right. So yeah. So exactly like we we're saying, it's a, it's a response of, of either like it's it's your body getting ready to fight or flight. Fight or run, It's like you're in survival mode. Like I have to survive or else. Correct. Or else. Uh, Correct. Uh, there's going to be catastrophic uh, you know, results. I mean, Correct. It's like, Beautiful. I mean, yeah. So 100. But um. what what I wanted to share from what Rebbe was saying before is more just like, I'm just kind of tripping out loud that I think it's so true, like like, until you experience, like those few moments, which which I think I've experienced a few times, like because of Rebbe and Urin and the posts that Rebbe Rebbe recommends, like, until you experience like that actual moment where you don't need to fix anything, and you really just accept, who you are, and that right now, and, and, and there's no such thing as, like, good or bad, and right and wrong, and shoulds and shouldn'ts, and, like, really right, like, everything right now is just perfect in the way that it is right now, because that's just the way that it is, like, until you actually let yourself live like that for at least a few minutes one time, so then, so then, so you'll never believe. That the way reality is, is enough to give you everything that you're looking for. Wow. And like, until you actually do that, everything that you're ever saying, which I'm still trying to do, I'm saying, like, how goof like, it's, it's about not trying to do it, it's, it's about just being. Right? So I think, uh, so I just really love what we are saying. And, and I hope to you know, try to continue with the help of everybody in this, in this place around me, which I really love.
0: Beautiful. Wow. Amazing. That was beautiful. I, I, I want to just comment on both things that you said Yuda. Number one, just back to the anxiety for a second, then I want to really skip to the second thing that Yuda was talking about, is that the second thing, um, when it comes to the anxiety, is that we misunderstand, and this we've spoken about many times in this year, we misunderstand our feelings, which is when I'm nervous, I think that there's something wrong with me. When I'm excited, I think that there's something like, you to saying, if I'm sitting in a, in a room and, or I'm sitting in the shir and, I'm, and I want to share with everybody here, and Baruch Hashem, I think this forum is a pretty, and this yeshiva is a pretty uh, uh, safe safer place to share, but at the same time, before someone might get ready to share something, your heart might be racing a little bit, you might get a little nervous, whatever feelings happen inside of you before you're going to share. So if someone might say, oh, there's something wrong with me, I have anxiety. And the answer is no, there's something right with you because there are you know, people who are listening. I'm going to be judged whether I like it or not. It's not good or bad. Judged doesn't mean good or bad. It just means you're being judged. And the natural thing is when someone is talking, people are listening and looking and hearing. So it's actually very, very, very appropriate and make sense that your heart is racing and you're being nervous. Just someone might have told you, don't be nervous, right? I said that, I told that to you guys when I was driving my son to the airport, right? I had that feeling in my mind, like, oh, Tati, I'm so nervous, right? So the natural thing, oh, why are you nervous? There's nothing to be nervous about. No, that's not true. You're flying on an airplane, you're flying alone, Right? Everyone, I don't know about you guys, but I've always had the bug out of, you know, you know, the plane, uh, you know, the, you say it's Phyllis with a little extra cavana. You're a little nervous about mm. that guy who looks a little sketchy, who's walking down the thing, who's a little bit, right? Oh, you hey. too? Right, every flight. What's wrong with you? What's wrong? There's nothing wrong with me. It's very appropriate to be nervous. But someone told you, or the movie you watched, or the you know, the feeling you think you're supposed to have on the way to the airport, on the plane, is I'm supposed to be the most chilled out guy in the world. So that's also something that I think feeds the word anxiety. It's not that I'm nervous, good to be nervous, or I'm excited. And it it was hijacked, no pun intended, we're talking about airplanes, but it was hijacked and I don't know, I just thought about it now. Maybe we'll, we'll have to research it a little bit, Yehuda. Yehuda's a big uh, psychologist. We should research. I would like to research. Bleen Eder, reminded me to research, because in my day, anxiety was not, no one talked about, I don't know if the word was even created yet. Maybe what happened was, someone took nervousness, afraid, excited, and blah, blah, and made it a disorder of anxiety. Maybe that's what they did. Could be that that's what happened. Uh, I Well, to, to be... To be tzarachin will continue. The second thing I want to say what Yehuda was saying, and this will maybe wrap up the shir with this, we'll learn a hilches leshen hara, but just to say this, I think this is very, very, um, feeds into a little bit what what the second thing Yehuda says, and that is learning to be, which fits with anxiety also, because if you have anxiety all the time, you can't just be still with yourself. You can't be still with yourself. A person's always trying to get somewhere trying to your 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 mind has to go somewhere my emotions have to go somewhere and i have difficulty just being who i am and intrinsically i'm a great loved beautiful person and being a religious jew and we love religious jews and we love hashem and we love religion but at the same time all that can do to a person all that does sorry i'm a little bit focused on my on the recorder over here Here, it's 0608, just see why it's not, uh, I don't know what happened over here. What happens is, is that all that, all that, all, what happens with that is that it can be, that could feed your, your uh, insecurities. It could feed your, thank you. It could feed your not being happy with, with, with who you are. Because how could I say I'm happy with who I am if I didn't accomplish the things that I, thought that I need to accomplish. How can I love myself who I am if I'm still struggling with this taiva? How could I love myself who I am if I'm struggling with this or that? But one day I'm gonna accept who I am. One day I'm going to be happy with who I am when I do X, Y, and Z. Really? Is that really true? Is that really true? Or maybe the problem is you have trouble loving yourself and really accepting yourself for who you are. And the natural thing that people say, right? I had this yesterday with somebody, right? Critical. People think the critical part of you is what's going to get you to where you have to go. And that's not true. It's Not true. People think, oh, but if I'm not tough on myself, then I'll never get to where I'm going to need to go. And my response to that is, first of all, it's not true. It's not true. And number two, maybe you'll go further if you're not critis- critical on yourself. How do you know? Maybe you have to learn not to be critical on yourself. And I'm just talking from someone. Um, I'm someone who, who's been there, done that. And I work on that myself. You know, I, I work on that because I, I, I'm very critical on myself. And the more I learn not to be critical on myself, and the more I learn... To love myself, obviously I'm older than you guys, but I'm just telling you, my advice to you is if you learn to love yourself more and accept yourself more, you'll only be more successful in whatever it is that you are doing, I promise you that. And you know what my proof is? My proof is, is that what would you do to someone who you were doing kiravan? What would you do to them? Would you be critical of them? Or you would go, great, I'm so proud of you. What would you do to somebody who's really working on themselves? What would you do? Would you be critical in them? Or you would love? And then that's when people say, oh, but my, my, my kids, I'm going to be so loving, blah, 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 blah. Oh Yeah, watch it, buddy. If you're critical in yourself, just wait till your kids come in the picture. You'll be even more critical in your, on your kids. More critical on your kids. Guaranteed. Yes, Rafi. And then we'll end off with that. We'll do a halacha. Go, Rafi. Come on, Rafi.
1: So like I watch um, a lot of videos of, let's say, successful people. Yes. People who uh, at least say they're successful, they, which they are. They pick a certain category, let's say it's money, mm-hmm. right? I, from before, you're talking about what you to be successful. But they um. It's they success in money. No, it and is. In money, it's, it's success. Right. So they Correct. Great. and they do it. Great. Right. And um, a lot of times, they'll have the mentality of just it out just right. do this, correct like let's say for uh, an example right. if anyone knows David documents right um, uh, I think a lot a lot of people like him. Okay. things he says are very cool. he has I i gotten the vibe from you and it's very tough mentality. Right. Right. If you're not if you're not running ten miles a day right, right. you're this or that right? right. so that's so first of all that's great. Did you, sorry
0: did you finish your question? Yeah, uh, so I've, I I'm, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I love those. Mo- I have a whole thing on my I can show you on my phone. I have a whole um, playlist of motivational speeches, and I mentioned even E.T. Eric Thomas, all motivational. Do it when I'm exercising. I listen to it. Pumpage, it's great. That's very important to motivate yourself. But that's not. That's not. Uh, Going to do it for you. You need you need to get deeper. That's not that's not it's not It's not as simple as as watching a motivational YouTube. It's important to motivate yourself. It's like affirmations It's important to do that But that's not going to get to the core of what you need to do. You're not going to become rich I guarantee anyone here if you didn't read five to ten books five to ten books so anybody who wants to become financially wealthy. If you did not read five to 10 books, I don't mind giving you those books. I have books I could give you a list of the financial books to read. There's nothing to talk about. You could watch videos. It's important to watch, to take notes, to understand what makes people successful in this area, that, that area. But it's not something that you could just, you know, snap a finger and, 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 and it works. Does that make sense?
1: Okay, I'm sorry. So go ahead. Um, I, I guess let's say that the motivational videos—the reason why that, why they are saying, you know, you gotta be tough, you gotta do and this, it's and so not saying, um, it's true." While you're working out, so I'm just I'm a little confused. Rabbi, like saying, uh, "Why is so that being better
0: to... right?" But I'm saying, "Why can't I be loving?" Well, I'm saying that's not—that's not a deep. Yeah, you gotta work out. You have, of course, you gotta exercise. You have to push yourself. That's not a deep thing of understanding. Those are basic principles that we all need motivation. Go push yourself anyway when you're going to exercise. But that's not getting deep into the core of what I need to do, of who I am. If I'm a critical person, that's going to manifest itself in many, many ways. It's not, you, you might be hearing it as critical because you might be critical. I'm not trying to get you, Rafi, but I'm saying another person who's a very loving person might be like, wow, it's so loving. I love myself so much, I'm going to work out. You got what I'm saying? Those are great ways to, 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 to motivate yourself, but it's not gonna get into the deep core of who you are. Make sense? Yeah. Okay, yeah, Shmuley. And then we'll wrap up. Yeah. Thing, yeah. There was a thing
1: of like, standing up late in the late hours, right? There was what? Um, for bringing late. Yes. And my one, or I told me, he so said there's no kind of the, like, we bringing three in the morning, you're gonna sleep in the joggers. Exactly. You the brain and the that, that motivation and everything you gain out of it your next day. Is, uh, to you Correct. To Correct. And a lot of times,
0: thank you, Smully. A lot of times, especially because of the Spotify and because of the videos and because it's all out there and you say, I want to become a millionaire, right? I remember, uh, uh, who said that? You know, Shubhanelli said that. He says, how come there are no commercials for Lamborghinis? Because anyone who can afford a Lamborghini is not sitting and watching television. Anyone who, who, who wants, meaning I'm, I'm, not, again, I'm not saying it's negative to listen to these things, Rafi. I'm not saying it's not great to, to, re, to read and to get the information from, from you know, different podcasts. You got, that's part of it. But you're not gonna become wealthy. You're not gonna become successful in anything by, by not working hard to get there. you got to learn about it. You have to understand it. And the deeper you understand something, the more that shows your commitment to it. And you will get there. You will get there. Yes, you, you had something? I that, like,
1: the motivational speech will get me that extra rep in the gym. It won't get me to come back to the gym. Exactly. Like, I'll
0: come back once or twice.
1: I'll tell the motivational speech, I'll shut it right off. I'm in the gym right here, it'll help me get a rep. Correct, exactly,
0: correct. And it's great, you gotta use whatever you can. I think part of, our, part of what we have in, in, in our generation is we're a generation, right? My generation was the microwave generation. We've spoken about this, microwave generation. I'm gonna put a piece of pizza in the oven and heat it up and wait, I mean pizza's not good in a microwave anyway, but I'm saying I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend 15 minutes, 20 minutes, minutes heating up something in the oven? A chutzpah, I'm going to wait 15, 20 minutes. I'll do one minute, right? They have that 30-second button. 30 seconds, that's all I got. That was my generation in the 80s when we were the microwave generation. Your generation, I remember hearing this in a shear when I asked the guys in my shear in Sharyashev, which goes back 15 years ago. I remember asking one of the guys in the shir, if that was my generation, then I'm the microwave generation. What's your generation? This 15 years ago. Nobody told me. He says they were called the one-click Generation that's the one click that means I want results in one click. That's 15 years ago So what's your so what's this generation swipe, but that's like click too long What siri exactly I'm not even gonna click I don't want to lift my hands out of my pockets To swipe what a chutzpah. I have to take my hands out of my pocket to do something. No
1: What
0: yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, just Just Siri, hey Siri, right? That's the generation. What does that mean? I just want to think it and let it be. So what do we want? I want to be successful. I want to be free from anxiety, okay? How long is it going to take me? A week. I don't got a week. right? I don't got a week. How many times have I spoken to guys who need to go to rehab, who are suffering and suffering? I'm telling you, this happens all the time. They need to go to rehab. Their life is miserable. They're a wreck, blah, blah, blah. How long is it, Rabbi? Six months. I don't got six months. You don't got six months. You don't got six months to change your life? What's six months? It's too long. Too long. I didn't say six years. Six months. Six months to heal yourself? That's too much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: really like... I feel like when it comes out, the Rabbi just saying it's like a goal, but not have anxiety, be healed. It's not a goal, it's not have anxiety, be healed. My goals are, let me go up. Working on my anxiety, getting healthier. because Some of these goals never stop. My goal is to work on I like these that, I'm a that cop- always be, I'll always be. I accept the goal that. Goal. I accept that. I accept that. I do want to say yes.
0: I accept what you're saying, Yuri You're right. It makes it makes it much easier to swallow to say I'm going to work on my anxiety than saying that. But but I do want to say something. I do want to say there is the and this I think Rafi was bringing up. There is the passion. To say, I, 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 I want to stop, you know, I get anxiety now, I, I get anxiety, but my anxiety is not what it used to be, which means I have a pro- I, I used to be always anxious and waiting for the time where um, I could breathe. As opposed to now, Bliyayin Hara, right? I'm never anxious and sometimes I get anxious. So that commitment to say, I want to live a life free of anxiety. That's what I'm talking about. You're right. Once you're there, you're okay if you have anxiety. You hear the difference? But you're right. Well, well said. Okay. Day two, quickly. And that's why we learned Hilchas Lashon Haru. We'll do just quickly. A halacha. Because when you're focused on other people, you lose. That doesn't mean helping other people. But when you're focused on other people, and the happiness of other people, and this guy's this, and this one's this, and that you're going to lose because number one, you can't be that person. Number two, you're you're neglecting yourself. So that's why we learn this. Says the he begins his great work by emphasizing that speaking lashon hara dramatically impacts other areas. In some cases, speaking lashon hara causes one to neglect loving other Jews, judging others favorably, fearful in Hashem's holy places, being close to Hashem, living in fear and awe of Hashem helping another Jew make a Parnassah. In many cases, the ripple effect of Lashon Hara calls one to hate your brother, take revenge, to, to not be like, to be like Korach, to, be, to disregard Hashem's name. We hurt your fellow with words and you place a stumbling block before the blind. So basically, the less we focus on other people and we try and see the good in everyone, the happier and more successful in all areas we will be. We'll have to continue on page 39 of Mitzvah Shem tomorrow. Have a wonderful first day.